0: Yo, what's the most dope show, it's about that time to get live Take a break from your 8 to 5 The other guys don't have the ability to rip it We kick it, three guys on Representing with the most killer spirit And we coming with the joke So you better grab a good pen and bad for your notes And forget the other folks, cause we got the best quotes does more than just jokers, he broke and he got the files Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial I don't know where that boy Tim is now Raising the daughter, he hella proud Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist When Tim Miller hit, that, got funny as shit The sock puppets always be there to assist Too many to name, but they all of this shit I guess I could try Love me some Frankie French Milner and Mike B Be lit, I cannot forget about Petey and Chris J.R. fan with them Trump impressions Riding Karen coming from the black guy who tips That's a whole day. They always near pop, pop, bang, bang, getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock, puppet nation, gang, gang. Yeah. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> what up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh. A Puerto Rico,
1: suave.
2: Hey, what's happening, to y'all? It's Randolph Terrence.
1: I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Mike
2: B. Hey, I went three guys on right back at you. Happy Thursday! I'm I'm uh, it's my birthday week.
1: Birthday. it's your birthday month actually.
2: <laughs> my birthday month, guys. It's my birthday month. Uh, you might have seen my naked picture on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> my naked butt.
1: Instagram. If you haven't door. seen it,
2: check my Instagram. Go back and look. It's there. <laughs> it's it's there. That's my uh. My birthday prize to myself. that's just myself, a little self love.
1: Little. You got to caption it with like a long thing, like a long thing about like a self help kind of thing. Like you know. Yeah. Right. When this pandemic started, I wasn't sure what was gonna happen with me, not just physically, but emotionally. And go into how like you've you've helped yourself, your self care, and all that, and right. And I've just learned so Thank much you, about Jane. myself and what's important in life and who's important. And look at my ass. <laughs> Look at it. Do you remember
2: on, on Chris Rock's show where he did that thing where uh, my man was walking around naked? <laughs> where he was like it's, do, do you, to prove that discrimination was happening, and he like got into a cab naked, and the cab trapper <laughs> threw him out. <laughs>
1: Vaguely remember that.
2: Yeah, that's that man's that great sketch. That was a great sketch. He's <laughs> like, why, why are you niggas, Al Joyner? <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's a white man's world, Chris. It's a sane man's world.
1: (laughs) As I eclipse the sun for the 52nd (laughs) year, I reflect on all that has happened, not just to me, but to the world.
2: But to the world.
1: Look at my ass.
2: (laughs) No, look Look at my ass first and think about my ass as we talk about how I eclipse the sun. (laughs)
1: Uh, my 50 speaking of the moon um there are there's a whole genre of like instagram people like instagram models to do that they just post like a fucking thirst trap picture with some daily affirmation as though the two things are related you know <laughs>
2: Yeah I did this thing for a minute where I would I would put a book in any of my shots yeah <laughs> any of any of my workout <laughs> shots <laughs> I would take a book with me because Instagram models were all doing that like they all wanted to show how smart they were at the same time of showing their ass off so they would say, t- "Have a book." They would be reading a book. Well, look! Don't look at my ass that you can see. Look at the book I'm reading. You know, yeah. so I would, I would take a picture and have a book next to me <laughs> while I was deadlifting yeah. or something. Here's a book.
1: The only spine you should be reading is a spine on this book. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, it's so much that shit is so staged. I mean, you know, it's. And I'm I'm cynical, but that's just the way it, That's just the way that shit goes. It's
2: oh, it's, it's hella staged
1: and a lot of it is, is fake too like they will like rent cars and you know like look at this i'm doing so well success has not been easy for me yeah <laughs> i to the had point that time. at some point
2: when i stopped doing it people were like well, where's the book
0: man
1: <laughs> <laughs> man fuck reading
0: <laughs> you, don't, you don't realize when you start doing you, when you start doing stuff on a, on a constant basis how like how how people remember that one small minute right
2: right
0: you know? uh, <laughs> they
1: think of you as that guy. oh you're the book guy they think of right. you as that guy in their mind
0: right yeah right so i was like you gotta right. keep going man you gotta you gotta throw more books up there you know
2: <laughs> <laughs> and do we have any emails
1: we got actually we got some emails and comments We well, you know we got an email last week like right before we started like an hour before we started recording and i didn't notice it so we'll do that one first um From Brandon, who uh, titled the email, I ain't really want shit. (laughs) What's up, Andy? Ran Ran and whatever sock puppet is in the house. Just wanted to say thanks for keeping it going during this pandemic by giving us this quality content. Hashtag content. I also want to thank Randolph for being a call in on my show, the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast at the very beginning of this foolishness.
2: I remember. I I I told you I'll come back on. Just let me know. I got no problems with that. I'll come back
1: on. He said, I can't believe we're coming up on a year since then. I also want to shout out to Andy and Dom for their chemistry on the mind of Dom. The angry man, cool man dynamic is hilarious. Y'all keep the good work and stay safe in the in the DMV. Um, I'm the cool man on that one.
2: <laughs> I think we figured that out. <laughs> uh,
1: Dom is he just rants about everything. Trash! Um, <laughs> he's is uh, it's funny because Dom's first podcast was called Big Man, Little Man. So maybe that's it's always going to be one man versus another when it comes to Dominic. <laughs> There's always a versus with him. Everything is he's he, I told him the other night. He's, he's like Michael Jordan and how many slights he perceives that have not actually happened. But he has to rant about them. Um, Edward commented. We talked about the guy who tried to get into the inauguration last week and had a bunch of ammo. He says 509 rounds of ammo pistol. Don't take up a lot of space. Loose, it would fill a gallon size Ziploc bag. I heard wink. Um, <laughs>
2: you heard that.
1: <laughs> I live in Pennsylvania where we can order through the mail. Hashtag black gun owner. Hashtag pop 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 bang bang
2: pew pew. <laughs> um,
1: well, I'd, left be a well, I'd be
2: well. I'd be well. Say that a Winchester rifle should have a place of honor in every black person, every black family's home.
1: So, <laughs> you're issued one when you buy a house. Mm-hmm. Um, Damien left a comment I've been listening to you guys since the Curvy Sword episode
2: Curvy Sword that's, I, I replied to that that is a that is a blast out of the past
1: I think it's episode 53 but that sealed the deal that's, that was right after our one year uh, I don't even know what I would do if you guys weren't in my life and now you have Rod as SP1 um, Mike B is right here you didn't have to say Mike
0: that Mike B is right here, <laughs> right here. I, I read that comment and I I gave it a strong roll eye <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, he says now you have Rod as SP1 fuck yes it doesn't get any better than this I love you guys never stop well
0: you know we actually didn't, well, we didn't
1: win the lottery so we're not it's not stopping yet
0: you know actually if, if I if I did lose SP1 it will, it would will be an honor to lose it to um, Rod award winning Rod for the black guy that's t- award winning Rod Morrow yeah. yeah if I lost to Pop Pop then that's a whole different story <laughs> but if you said, yeah, we gotta
1: get Pop Pop okay. back on to uh, see what he's up to
2: Um, Happy Alton, he's doing something. Whenever he's happy, you ain't gonna hear nothing. You ain't gonna hear from him.
1: And then we got a comment from Raphael under his white label American podcast handle. I swear the older I get, the more I realize that Nigeria is operating on a GOP system. The arguments against raising the minimum wage in America used to be attractive to me until I realized they were almost the exact points being used by various regimes and administrations in Nigeria to counter labor unions right from my childhood. Last year, right after the last round of back and forth over raising the minimum wage, all federal legislators and some states received their brand new cars for the year. In some states during the hashtag NSARS protest, every year they get a car, but increasing the minimum wage is harmful to the economy. Mm-hmm. When Mark was telling his story, I kept hearing the chala say, Get that man a shield.
2: <laughs> get this man a shield. I was just watching that the other day. And get this man a shield. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the thing about raising minimum wage. There's the money is there. It's
2: mm-hmm. just
1: appropriated in the wrong places. That's all.
2: And the arguments don't stand up to any scrutiny. Right. They just they don't.
1: Raise the minimum wage, get it over with.
2: <laughs> as soon as you as soon as you argue them a little bit, they don't stand up to any scrutiny.
1: You know. Yeah.
2: You just have to be a piece of shit. <laughs> that's that's how it goes. You just have to be a piece of shit for this.
1: I tried giving uh Dominic a after we recorded the other night, I tried to give him a quick guitar lesson over Zoom. Didn't go good. We stayed on the call. I can plug my guitar into my thing. I was like, oh, perfect. Right. And I realized he... I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, f- put your finger on the first fret. He was oh, like,
2: what? you? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. damn it. All right. I'm just going to teach you, like... To, He's, he's still figuring out what the knobs do on the guitar. So
2: Does he know where to place his fingers on the fretboard? Like, like He's starting. Put, the, he's at the put beginning. Put it right next at the top of the fret right by the... The thing is, our, the our Zoom count. connection... Don't put it in the middle. Put it at the top.
1: The internet got all fucked up, so our Zoom connection... So we didn't get that far into it. Right. But I was going to try to telling it keith said can he tune his guitar
2: we've had um, this discussion many times keith offline <laughs> we've had this discussion
1: i think he can i don't think he doesn't have a tuner but he has the game rocksmith with which has a tuner built in <laughs> and um you can buy a little clip-on tuner for like five bucks so he i got be two okay. i yeah. could send him one <laughs> i don't even use my clip-on tuner because i have uh, my amp has a tuner in it and his amp probably does too but yeah i was like let me just do something basic like put your finger on the low E string. He was like, which one is that? I was like, ah, shit. Okay. So (laughs) he doesn't know the string names yet. I'm like, he was like, is that the thickest one? I was like, yes, the thickest string, put your (laughs) finger on the thickest string. And, um, and then we just didn't get very far in it, but he's very early in his, uh, guitar playing development. So
0: hurt so bad. the fingertips is going to hurt.
1: I told him, I was like, you gotta develop, you gotta build up your calluses and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Yep. You gotta build your calluses up. (laughs) Yeah. I learned that, um, I learned how to play the guitar a little bit when I was in Iraq, my uh, platoon sergeant, he was teaching us. And uh I gave up because my, my damn fingers, <laughs> my fingertips that shit hurt I'm like I'm done. We're good, I'm good with this. I don't it
2: hurts for a while. And then it, um, um, did, were stopped. you playing
1: an acoustic guitar? Yes. That hurts more. Yeah, it's actually harder to play. Yeah. Because a lot of people do this thing where they're like, you have to start with start acoustic. On an acoustic guitar. Yeah. And no, the don't. thing is, it's harder, <laughs> so it actually discourages people. Mm-hmm. And they quit. Where if you get an ele- if you just want to have fun, if you're not trying to become like a professional musician, you don't want to just have fun and like you know, learn your favorite uh blink one eighty two songs or whatever, mm-hmm. just get a fucking cheap electric guitar and have fun. You don't have to like do it the proper way, quote unquote. But yeah, it hurts your fingers more playing acoustic.
0: Yeah, that thing hurt. I'm like, ugh.
1: <laughs> and you're in a fucking war zone. You're like, ah, my fingers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I posted that video last night where I was playing Green Onions on bass. I was playing along with Green Onions. Yeah. I might start doing that a little more posting stuff. And then I had a nice little discussion with Chad about uh, music.
1: Chad Heft? Yeah. 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 Chad Heft just said Spoon Man in the chat. I know how to play Spoon Man.
2: Um, We're having a nice little discussion about it.
1: Because Dominic had told me that he he was like, I just want to like sit down and like just play like Black Hole Sun.
2: You're years away from that? <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> I mean, I let know me how just, to play that song. Let me it's, just say um, that It's to not going to work for him. Yeah.
2: Let <laughs> me <laughs> just say that to you. You're years away from that? <laughs> to just, I would suggest you learn your scales first.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, just, just get your...
2: And then learn your chords, and then we'll see.
1: <laughs> you don't even have to learn scale If you want to just get... For him... Like your fingers get stuck on the fretboard, you're like telling your brain move my middle finger to this string, and it's not working because it's it's like you're you don't know you don't have the dexterity So like, he's still at that point where right. he's like, Look he at that, the,
2: "There's no possible way."
1: Of course not. He's His
2: pinky's all up high. I'm sure you know. <laughs> you, you know,
1: <laughs> he's gonna throw that guitar against the wall and break it. It
2: ain't long now.
1: Get all frustrated. What
2: I <laughs> will do maybe one day is I play a lot of Sade music because. I started playing bass because of her bass player. So I yeah. may start posting videos of playing a lot. I found a, I found a website that has all her songs broken down. Somebody else who really loves the, the songs. I'm like, okay. yeah.
1: You know. chance I can't wait for Dom to get some chords down and hear a Bob Dylan, Dom cover. <laughs> Dom, <laughs> Dylan. Dom Dylan.
2: By the way, does anybody know about Dom? About Bob Dylan's love of black women and just blackness. Period. Does anybody know about that? Other, it was than in me?
1: a Wyclef video once. Remember, Gone I tell November.
2: people that, and they're like, "They're like Bob Dylan." I'm like, "Yes, he has black children. He was in love with uh, Mavis Staples." <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> how many kids does Bob Dylan? I don't know his. Oh, he's no got a couple. Situation.
2: I don't know how many. He's, he's so private that it's hard to know these things about. He's got
1: six kids. I'm on Wikipedia now. Six kids. I mean, yeah. obviously, Jacob Dylan from The Wallflowers. I don't Flowers.
2: think all of them, I don't think not all of them are black, but a couple of them are.
0: You know.
1: No, I think his okay. oldest is Jacob Dylan, who was in the yeah. band The Wallflowers.
0: Ain't nothing wrong with that.
1: Um, six kids. He's got, he's had two wives. Yeah. Divorced the first one in 77. Divorced the second one in 92. so i don't know i don't know that much about bob dylan's personal life no a lot of it was music. a
2: thing on um the staple singers on hbo they did a deep dive into the staple singers yeah and um he was hanging around pop staples and them a lot and they were in talking to mavis and they were saying how he was you know he was in the studio with him and he was he would just hollering shit out like pop when are you going to let me marry mavis and Mavis would say, well, whenever you're going to, when when you ask her, don't ask me, you got to ask Mavis, right? And then the yeah. the person who's doing the interviewing goes, uh, so did you and Bob ever have anything? And Mavis did this thing. She was like, uh, well, I mean, you know, I mean, there was a little bit of kissing. And she did that thing where she like laughed and put her face in her hands, and put her head down. It was uh-huh. very, it was very cute because she turned and she turned right back into a little girl. But I was like, "Oh, Bob Dylan knocked the bottom out of Mavis Stables. <laughs> is, is that what just got admitted?
1: Well, <laughs> check out this article from was it uh, twenty sixteen? Mavis Stables. I often think what would have happened if I'd married. Yeah,
2: boom! Taylor. There you go, <laughs> right there. I
1: think she covered some of his songs, or the Staples singers did. <laughs> yeah, everyone did at one point, but. 60 years ago, before rock and roll ignited, a 16 year old took the lead, lead on a huge selling hit. Well, 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 Lord, she sang. Uh, where's the Bob Dylan part?
0: <laughs> scroll, 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 scroll. scroll,
1: scroll, scroll. C- control F, Dylan. Um, scroll, <laughs> scroll. Yeah, this is, uh, I don't want a whole retrospective. I want another part about the intro. She's a pretty little oh, girl, too. That's her right there. Yeah. Control F it. <laughs> yeah, I should probably do that. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Okay.
2: He had a, Pops had a velvety voice, but Mavis is getting rough sometimes.
1: Okay. And we'd smooch. There it is. Bobby would always say, Pops had a velvety voice, but Mavis gets rough sometimes. Um, they did court a while after meeting on a TV show in New York in the early 60s. We would write letters back and forth because. We wouldn't see each other until we were on a festival together. She adds, and we'd smooch.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Dylan also proposed to her, but Staples turned him down, feeling she was too young.
2: Stayed in touch through the years. <laughs> that was that. That was the one that got away. <laughs> that, was that, got away. <laughs> that was the one that got away.
4: That
2: was the one that got away. He who know, who knows what kind of musical million. what kind of musical dynasty the world was denied? <laughs>
1: <Because> yep. They, <laughs> yep. I think uh, Bob Dylan's second wife was black. Is that right? <laughs> Carolyn Dennis. I think. Yeah. Yeah, she was a Carolyn Dennis. Sometimes known as Carolyn Dennis. Dylan is an American singer and actress. Best known for her work and marriage to Bob Dylan. They have a child, Desiree Gabrielle Dennis Dylan. Um, they divorced in October right of 92.
2: Desiree <laughs> Dennis Dylan. That's a whole lot of names.
1: Desiree right Gabrielle Dennis, Dennis Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> All
0: autographed there.
2: Denny. It's <laughs> my daughter, Denny.
0: <laughs> Denny for short. Yeah. yeah, just call her D.
2: This is my daughter, Denny D. Nope. What's your name? That's again? her, her hip hop name, Denny D. What's your name again? Oh. Denny D.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, your full name. <laughs> oh well. Yeah.
1: Uh, Carolyn Dennis has she's been quoted as saying, "I have three children, but I'm not going to say which one are Bob Dylan's." What? Uh she made a pact with her children not to publicize their paternity. Bob Dylan has eight or nine children, Dennis said. We're not trading on that. I guess just to say private. Okay. He's
4: see private. see,
2: this thing about Bob. Bob's a soldier when it comes to that saying And he and he got soldiers on his team. Like you know. <laughs> he is a probably soldier.
0: <laughs> probably in the world too, that if you, you um say that your your daddy, you you get cut out.
2: Yeah, and Chad's right, he does have a lot of song, a lot of songs for the culture.
1: Yep, he sang at the, uh, the March on Washington.
2: Yeah, he did a lot of stuff for the culture. He was way out in front when a lot of people weren't. And he didn't have to be. You know, and he was very influential on Sam Cooke. If it wasn't for Bob Dylan. Change is going to come when it gotten written.
1: Uh, same with a lot of Beatles songs. You know,
0: did you see? Um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to change something. Um, y'all see the One Night in Miami? Absolutely. Two- you watched it. I watched it. Man, um, um, uh, Malcolm went in on... Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, it
0: was going in. Oh, cool.
2: it, it was going in.
0: It was going in.
2: And I was reading a. I was reading to think about how they were... They were. Well, uh, oh, Come on, Keisha. <laughs> now we stuff. can't talk about it because <laughs> you ain't watched it. Keisha, Guys, I
1: know? haven't seen it yet.
2: <laughs> come on, Keisha. <laughs> you went down a flight of steps.
1: <laughs> it's on. Is it on Netflix or HBO? A- Amazon. Amazon, it's
2: okay. Fucking good. That's I why mean, I haven't it's seen the- Really good. The acting was really good. The guy who plays Ali, all, all of them are great. Yeah. The guy who plays Ali is really good because he he looked like Ali without doing a curve of Ali. Like Will Smith, who's a really good Ali, sometimes went into caricature territory mm-hmm. of Ali. This guy was like he was like really, really he was just different. He was really like Ali.
0: I saw um the guy who played um, Malcolm X, um, if you watch him close, that
2: guy's great. I've never seen him before.
0: Yeah, I was looking at him like, man, he ben has like Kingsley. Obama. He was like, he, I was like, man, he has a lot of Barack Obama vibes, right? Then yeah. you know, on Amazon Prime, you go into the um, IMBD page, right? Now on, on the on Comey, I remember I seen him before the um, the movie Comey, Comey Rules. He played Obama. now? he played Obama. I'm like, man, okay. he done mixed Obama with Obama
2: with Malcolm. That guy, that guy was great. <laughs> Got range. Um, the Jim Brown character actually made me sad mm-hmm. watching it because I was like, "What happened to that Jim Brown? Yeah. C-T- <laughs> what happened to that Jim Brown? Where did that Jim Brown go? Uh, that yeah, Jim, Jim, Jim Brown is gone."
1: <laughs> I mean, he used to—he was hanging out with Trump for a bit. He was going to the yeah. White House ha- having like, meetings with Trump.
2: Like that, Jim Brown's gone. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I guess uh, movies now, like one night in Miami, I'm looking in here, you can go see it in the theater as well.
2: Well, guess what? Um, <laughs> I would like to have seen it on a big screen. I'm not going to. I'm going to watch it on my, I watched it in my living room and it was good. It was really fucking good.
1: They I'm going to be out limited show though.
2: So.
0: Regina King is a boss. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. Some of the things, once we get back to normal, if we ever get back to normal, uh, I'm liking them releasing it directly to TV. To Amazon or HBO, or whatever. Right, because right. There's a lot of movies. Um, if you if I just seen that says coming to the theaters, I wouldn't have paid for this. I'd be like, I'll just wait till it come on as usual. But now that it's already coming out on these streams and stuff like that, I'm like okay, I have to watch that now because I'm already paying for the stream. Yeah,
2: it's here. Right. Yeah, you know, it's in my it's in my house. So I yeah. might as well go ahead and watch it. Like that movie, um, that love that love story, Sylvie's Choice. I wouldn't have seen that in the movie theater. Yeah. But because it was here, I watched, it, I was like, this is a good this is a really good movie. And if it had been a theater, I wouldn't have watched it.
0: Yeah, so it's a good movie. Um Keisha getting thrown out of a flight of steps. So that's that's been solved. Um sorry. <laughs> but outside of that, yeah, it was a really good movie. And um it's funny if you look at the there's a picture that he's taking in the diner of like Muhammad Ali and yeah. the, like, at the end. But then yeah. he's out the window seeing the people, walk, the uh, white people watching the FBI. Yeah. The uh, white people, the FBI, <laughs> the FBI watching. Yeah. And it, it gets—if you look at it look at the original picture—it gets so much uh, clarity. Like this, right. moment, like he already—if he already knew he was going to die eventually.
4: Right.
0: And he was like, you know, we got to get this together, and how change going to come? Which change going to come? I see how mm-hmm. um, Spike Lee acquainted change going to come in the Michael X movie. Because whenever that song is played, somebody normally
1: dies. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> somebody.
1: Right. Oh, speaking of Dominic Rivera, he just joined the chat. Yeah.
2: You know, and as uh shouldn't you be practicing guitar or something right now, man? You got time. <laughs> <laughs> well, learn your scales, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him in, Andy.
1: Dominic, welcome you you sc- off screen. Oh uh, send him a, a video invite.
2: He was inspired by that song by uh, Dylan that that Malcolm played for him. Now I knew this. Now uh, this is her just reimagining of that night they spent together, you know. Mm. But I did know that he was Sam Cooke. It bothered Sam Cooke that this guy could make that song, and he couldn't do that song. And he Which felt song like, was um, it? Um, it's uh, something about the road where you're, you're traveling a road. The Dylan song where are talking about traveling a road. Let me see. Um. My wife knew it. She came, in the walking, wind. she came walking in, singing it when it was on.
1: How many roads must a man walk down? That whole thing. That one. <laughs> blowing in the wind.
2: And that's it's about black people. God damn it.
1: Um. Yeah. So that there was another song that uh Dominic is currently trying to raise a daughter. So he's okay. <laughs> he might pop in later. <laughs> There's another song that someone was a Dylan song that someone was saying. What's going on? The Black Panthers, or maybe Huey Newton was was all about.
2: It's
1: think, completely uh, flat. Ballad of a Thin Man, maybe. Okay. Oh, is that a, Oh, I was like, who's on the phone right now? Um, yeah, Sam Cooke was taken by blowing in the wind. Deeply affected by that one track in particular. Put put air in it. Folk singers meditate to meditative protests, protests that became an anthem for both civil rights and can Vietnam anti-war movements. Flat. Cook, here is a song blown in the wind, written by this young white kid, and it shakes him up. He yeah. covers the song, records his own version, but can't quite I shake the little to bit to of shame that he didn't write time. a song like that. Okay.
2: Not, and then inspired him to, to write,
1: air change air is going to come. I don't even
2: think they have air in this one. do have air
1: there? Yeah, I guess I'll watch that. I, I, uh. Yeah, I'm always on Prime behind vid-
0: on movies and shit. Where are you at? Yeah, it's on Prime Video. It's right there. Yeah,
1: that's, I never that check thing? Prime. That's the thing. I never check actually Amazon air- Prime. I check Netflix and HBO. But
0: do they have an air thing?
1: I don't know. Like Amazon will send me an email every now and then saying, you know, okay. you can watch videos, right? Like you have Prime, <laughs> you got the free shipping, but you know, this is other shit is all available to you. You can do it.
2: Does put some air in uh, in.
1: music <laughs> streaming music and and all the movies and shit. I just never check it. I just never. I mean, I have Prime on my TV and stuff, but
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's a, it's a good movie. Um, I'm I'm glad I have Prime for this particular reason. The old lady must have a nail in her tire. God damn it! Y'all don't have one of those. Um, I was I was listening. I was ear hustling. Uh, y'all don't have one of those. Um, those um cigarette lighter plug air air filler things. Um, air pumps. Stop it, Mike! I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got one of those, but uh if they take forever. Yeah, I had to yeah. use one.
0: Oh yeah, you're gonna you will get cold. You, you, that's a 30-minute pump. Yeah. Okay,
2: that's a that's a low profile tire. It's not complete.
1: i right, I'm gonna mute. So <laughs> I actually had a flat like back in like April or May. Mm-hmm. Like I got it, like I was well, when I was going into work for like a few weeks, like they were just keeping us distance. That I was going in. Mm-hmm. I came back out to my car, I was like, why is my tire low? And then I got to a gas station filled it up and then like it just started going out again so i was like i got this thing and i got this one of these first aid kits from costco a while back i've never even used it mm. it's got the little air thing me just fill up with air let me just get it to uh i can probably get home if i fill up with air it mm. took fucking forever <laughs> i was just sitting there it was all hot out i was just sitting there waiting for this tire to fill up oh there's dominic right there
0: mm. yeah i wouldn't um I remember I, I called a roadside assistance guy a, a flat tire. Yeah. And, uh, I saw him pull up with the one, and I was like, I could have just saved money and just one It, it cost like seventy dollars, and I went and bought one. And um, it also has the um, fix a flat in there too. So if
1: yeah,
0: it, yeah, and
4: it goes up.
0: So,
1: hey, uh, Dominic, did you get a haircut?
4: Nah, bitch! I put some leave-in conditioner in my hair. What the hell? That shit looks real good right now, <laughs> don't it?
1: She I mean, happens you to gotta, be right gotta, by like, Midas. Cleaned up on the sides
4: and stuff, right? Like, you, does Midas do tires?
2: Does anybody know? Midas, Midas.
4: yeah, Midas does tires.
2: Yeah, and Midas. she can, she can get a, she just needs a patch. But she's like, I'm right by Midas. I'm like, well, send Abe over there, see that motherfucker's open, and take it over there and get it patched
4: Yeah. Don't put that fix a flat in it dog, or are you paying for a brand new tire.
2: I know. I know. that so I'm like. Does it? She she wouldn't know how to do to fix the flat. That's the thing.
4: <laughs> so yeah, don't do that on on a low profile profile tire. You fuck that fix a flat is that you just right. said you're paying for a new two hundred dollar tire.
2: Right. Right. I'm probably going to pay for a new tire regardless, but I just need her to be able to get home. And if she's right by Midas, I'm like, we'll go over there and just get get the tire patched. You know, yeah. she told me about it yesterday and I was like, well, put air in it. And just keep an eye on it because you know how many with it gets cold quick yeah. that your tires get low. And I thought, OK, that could be it. We'll see. She was like, I don't see a nail in it. I'm like, OK, well, we'll see. Now watch Midas hit her with the uh. well, you know, this said the, the, where the where the nail is. It's here where we can't get it out.
1: And That's what whatever. they did to me back in like April or May. I, I took it in and they were like, um so. Here's what's in your, it's a razor blade in your tire. And it said, it's like, it's the gash is too big to really patch it. And they were right. I mean, they weren't (laughs) fucking with it. They showed it to me, but they were like, but since you have a Subaru and it's all wheel drive, they recommend that the tires, both tires in the back
2: to replace all the tires have this. Well, just two. the two in the back
1: have the same wear together, which is, again, I know that's to be true because Subaru says that. So they were like, we're going to go. We have that exact tire we can sell it to you uh but we're gonna we're gonna sell you two of them i was like all right so (laughs) what am i gonna do but um yeah the gash like it was i don't know how i ran over a razor blade but it like put a big fucking gash in in my tire and that was that
4: dude you don't run over a razor blade somebody wanted you to fucking die that's some final destination you know where i live like not I a lot of people Chad, know. Tell <laughs> the queen
2: to activate her white woman in distress mode. That's why I told her to go on over there and see what's happening. <laughs> I told her to go on over there and see what's happening. <laughs> go on over there and see what, they, see what they got going on. They should be open. It's not five o'clock yet.
1: Mark said they probably gashed it themselves. It, it, was, uh, it was going flat for a couple of days before that, though. There was, something was wrong with it. Maybe had, they did.
0: Uh, I had a tire company when I used to live out in Maryland um steal all four of my tires. And then um I had to you know get them replaced. And they was they was the company who replaced my tires. Now I know this because after I filed the insurance claim, blah blah blah, whatever. Fast forward the story. Um, They ended up getting arrested because they was that was their crime ring. They was going around different neighborhoods and stealing people's tires. And then you
2: told this story uh, on the podcast. I remember this.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's why I just yeah, it was like it was the that. stole that shit two days before I went to Vegas to get married. Sticks, sticks,
2: sticks. Yeah, stealing <laughs> tires.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean it was going. I mean because they stole they stole somebody's tires. Um, they had the twenties on them, like twenty inch rims on them. And I remember yeah. seeing them, and yeah. he was sitting on bricks like the next day in the parking lot. And I was like, wow, how he yeah. do that? Like two cars in between. They it was he was in between two parking spaces. It was I'm mean, like, how do you get that? How do you make that happen?
1: Well, I guess uh, those are more valuable too, the twenties. Yeah. So you just fucking do it. Um, one time at Tim's, when we were doing the podcast in the early days, I'm trying to find a picture. I remember posting it on YouTube years ago. There was a yellow like Corvette in the on that parked on the street outside of mm-hmm. Tim's house, just a guy who lived in the neighborhood, and. And we came. we showed up one day. The, the car was on like just pieces of concrete block and all four tires were just gone. Ugh. Like someone came in the middle of the night and just just jacked all four tires.
0: Let's
1: see if I can find that picture. Dominic, we were talking about guitar playing earlier. Have you been uh you've been doing some even learning some songs?
4: <laughs> no, man, I'm being a dad right now. I want to take my guitar with me on my trip, but I'm going to start playing it hardcore hardcore when I come back next week from my trip. You don't have a case for it, though, right? Yeah, I don't got a travel case for it. I just got a soft bag, and you can't do that shit. If not, I would have took it with me and just been chilling in the hotel. Yeah. Strumming in my drawers.
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, all right. All right, here's the picture. I got the picture.
4: This was outside of Tim's
1: house. Look at this car. That's exactly <laughs> how my was. 2011. Look at that shit.
4: What and they then, put can,
1: underneath it? A fucking just,
4: sleeping bag? The, the
1: rocks. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just put rocks underneath that shit.
0: Can we zoom in? Can we get a little zoom, 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 zoom? See
4: Damn. That? That's when you know your neighbors don't fucking like you because to take all the tires off of the the Corvette in a parking lot, people's like, I fucking hate that guy.
1: Yeah. So it, was, it was parked on the street.
0: Yeah, he don't even. They did care about him. That's cause that's gonna fuck up your. Um, that's gonna fuck up the the body. That's gonna fuck with the body a little bit too. That's that's yeah.
4: This well, the is thing- a Corvette seesaw now in the middle of the fucking <laughs> parking lot. You could just sit on both ends and just go up and down.
1: The thing is, this apartment complex was not like Corvette owner level.
4: You know what I mean? It yeah. was mad. It you was just can't be coming into the fucking section eight housing with a Corvette dog that's unacceptable like like, you need to get out of here
1: there's accords and civics and maximas and then there's this fucking yellow draw attention (laughs) to itself bright ass yellow Corvette just sitting on on the street and it had been there like that for a long time and then one day uh we just rolled up I think we were coming out after the podcast was done and or maybe no, we were getting there because we used to record in the evenings and like this fucking Corvette is up on two big ass rocks.
4: It would have been better if they would have just took one from the front and one from the back opposite. <laughs> that's,
1: that's pretty hard, fucked up. That's a hard insurance claim. They too. started
4: doing that shit out here. Did you be have you seen uh emails and shit? Like they are stealing uh tires and shit in Loudon? Like it must be a comeback.
1: No, but I'm getting the ring uh, alerts. Have you installed your ring doorbell? Nah. Okay, because once just you to get on the app, you'll get like uh you'll get the alerts. No, nah, I'll be
4: on the next door app. I think the next door app's like Powered by ring or some shit like that. Okay. So have you ever gotten like the next door app it's like this community app for your neighborhood? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I'll be on the Ashburn one and they they just it's out of control. They talk about people stealing tires and lost parakeets and shit. Have you lost have parakeets? You, yeah, you. man. It'd be a lot of, white people lose birds like it's going out <laughs> of fucking style.
0: Have you seen the one where they claim everybody's being racist? At this guy, destroyed, um, being racist, uh, showed up to my door and 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 knocking on the box, leaving a box at the door suspicious. Yeah, being that's suspicious. A lot of that shit. This is a lot of, suspicious, this is a
1: suspicious man. Has anyone else had a suspicious man come knock on their door? And everyone else on the comments is like, Yeah, that's a roofing guy,
4: yeah, <laughs> He's trying to sell you a roof. Who was a th- brown man in a brown uniform?
0: Yeah, who's this suspicious? This suspicious
1: man
4: dropped off a box. His, his truck words?
1: said ups on it, his big brown truck said ups. <laughs> Oops. I wasn't sure what that was about. Yeah, yeah. What we get now is um, like I think it's mostly teenagers, but people will catch this on their Ring cameras. People just walking up to the cars and like pulling on the door to see if the car is open. Yeah. yeah. So the the Ring app has a lot of that. Like, hey, here's some video of people trying to open my car door. Does anyone else have that? And other people are like, oh, I live on that street. Yeah, people stole shit out of my car last week. So this
4: that you know, shit happened to me at my at my wife's old place, man. Cause I was living over there for a couple years, and I'll never forget. Uh, somebody broke into my car. Well, I was notorious for leaving my doors and shit open because you know we live in Pleasantville. And <laughs> I fucking left my doors open and I fucking left my book bag in there and it had my fucking brand new MacBook and shit. Ugh. And when I oh, when I came downstairs and opened up the door and knew my shit was, oh, and they store. my, I had sneakers in the car because you know I used to change all the time when we would go to shows and shit. Yeah. And uh, they stole, like, some sneakers in my car. I fucking lost it, dog. Yeah, yeah. I just started yelling in the middle of the street. I told all the neighbors, like, if you know, I know one of y'all know, and I'm going to fuck you up. Wait a minute, you were him.
1: out in the parking lot just yelling? Just
4: yelling, dog, in the middle <laughs> of the fucking street. Like, you you? remember that movie with Aaliyah and uh, fucking uh, Jet Li and shit? And the homie was, like, stabbing himself in the chest and shit? That That was me. I forget what that movie was called, but I told all these motherfuckers, <laughs> yeah, Romeo must die. I was like, I'm gonna, I'll kill him. Wait till I know you know who the fuck stole my shit. Let now me how, see you with my sneakers on. Now,
0: how you, um, now how do you file that insurance claim?
4: I didn't, man. But I tell you, I was driving around with my fine, my fucking iMac, and I would have been sorry <laughs> for that dude that had my shit. You didn't file the I insurance claim fucking, though. Nah, man. Like I, it was just they it, it came. They it did a fingerprint dust on my car and shit. I called the cops. Okay, but I was, I was upset, man. I was in the middle of the street I mean, I guess, talking mad I- shit. Was it Come parked over.
1: in a driveway or like on the street? Like your car was parked well, just on in a parking My car lot. was
4: parked in a driveway.
1: Because you no can get homeowner's stabs, insurance to cover that. I know
4: that. I'm sorry.
1: Homeowner's insurance I, to cover that. I
4: ain't know that shit at the time. That's those though fucking white shit that you know. Like, right, I didn't you, read look, the fucking fine I'm going to just.
1: Before you start leaving your car open because you live in Pleasantville, you got to learn these rules.
4: I, start, that's when I start, started reading all the fucking white bylines for my community and shit. Then I know.
1: You, there needs to be like a little pamphlet that they can hand like at a glance. You live in a white neighborhood now. Here's what you need to know. Get home. Yes, insurance. exactly.
4: They should have told me that, all that the these HOA would have paid for my MacBook.
0: I'm, I'm going to go to front. I knew. I knew that. I knew, I knew that.
1: I, yeah. I knew that. Well, you're a homeowner, you know. You you did it right. You took the right steps. You did it right. order. Was leaving his door unlocked.
4: <laughs> he homeowner, he was taking the lug nuts off his tires. That's how all his shit got. Who well, said I don't know? My tire's gone. Get <laughs> the fuck out! of here. You That's that how I learned it. about.
1: <laughs> I had my Man. car broken into in Baltimore once by like some homeless guys, and they took did a- They sleep in it? No, it was. I was. I went to a show. <laughs> I went to a, like, you know, the comedy show. I was like Charles Street. It was like in a well lit, nice ish area. And I had left a backpack behind the passenger seat. And it was like where my comedy notebooks were. I kept them in there. And I guess just some like a quick. They
4: read through your comedy notebooks. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. I was
1: like, whatever, check the open mics. And, and I think they were just looking for Cause I had a, my stereo had a detachable face. This is the era we're talking about. We're talking about detachable face era. And I had forgotten to take the face off, which I almost always did. I I would always take the face off. I actually had forgotten to. And so it was actually right there available to be stolen, and they didn't take it. They took the book back. How mad would
4: you have been if you would have opened up your comedy books and a homeless dude was like, I like what you did here. What if he punched (laughs) that shit up? (laughs) But you need to punch this shit up.
1: It's a good reference, but honestly, like someone already has a bit just like this. I stole his notebook last week. I hang out what if the it was like, clothes. if you
4: don't fix up these fucking jokes, you're going to be homeless like me. <laughs> Damn.
1: <laughs> and the thing is, I had to call, because they smashed my window, I had to call the cops because they like to have a police report for insurance purposes. And it took them a fucking hour to come, you know, show up and, and take the report. I just needed it for the formality. I, I know we weren't going to catch the guy or the guys, but Baltimore cops don't give a fuck about some Dodge Neon with a smashed window on Charles Street. You know, they didn't give a fuck. <laughs>
4: That's they all you, their time. you had a Dodge Neon?
1: I had a 96 Dodge Neon.
2: Who'd you sell that one to again?
1: The Dodge Neon, I actually drove that car into the ground um, as a, a pizza delivery car. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I got like 140 some thousand miles out of it. And it like strangely for a neon, it hadn't had a whole lot of problems, but then it started to like the clutch was going, it needs to be replaced. They were like, it's going to be 2000 for a clutch. I was like, I'm not going to put any money into this car. So <laughs> I sold it to a guy who worked there at Pizza Hut, who's just like to fix shit up for like a hundred bucks. I was like, here you go. And he just like towed it to his house. He lived like out in the country or something. It mm-hmm. probably is still there in the woods. Just, you know, it's like a house for squirrels and birds. They now.
2: shoot it. They shoot guns at it.
1: Yeah. But I just gave it to him. Shoot it Um, it. Chad said, what was the name of this neon? Uh, I didn't name it, but it was a white Dodge neon. And a fellow comedian named Andy Campbell named it, named it come shot. And so that was what <laughs> people called my car. Wow. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but at that point I already gotten, I had another car. For a while, I had two cars. I had a delivery car and a non-delivery car. And so when I got rid of the Neon, my Honda Civic got promoted or demoted to delivery car as well. Um, Chad said, yeah, I sold cum shot for 100 bucks." <laughs> <laughs> so, Which is not, by the way, the most I've ever gotten for a cum shot. Uh, <laughs> I took the stereo out and the speakers before I sold it. So I stripped it. And then I sold it to the guy. Oh, it's the baby. There's there's Dom trying to be a, trying to raise a daughter.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, baby, baby. baby. Why is she in the bed? She's asleep. Look at her. Look at her. Dom like, leave her in the bed. Quit using her quit using the baby as a prop.
4: Probably put her behind Man, on she's the She's not asleep. We gotta get her up right now because we're trying to break this nap shit. She's faking right now. That's her fake face.
1: What? She's lying to you? Is that what you're saying?
4: Yeah. She's good at it. She's good at lying. Yeah, man. She can play. She knows to play me like a fool. Like I don't, I can't get away with shit. She starts crying. She's she's turning it
1: up right now. I can see. Look at the look on her face. Yeah, she is.
4: Yeah. Are you okay?
0: What's wrong? Hmm? Got you. It's over. It's over. She got you. It's over.
4: Yeah, she knows. She knows all the games, man. She got all the. I can't. My wife gets so mad because she'll put her in the crib, and then I'll come in and she start crying. So I got to take her out. So no, fun. you
2: don't got to do anything.
4: <laughs> I guess I do. You choose to the take her out. The thing
1: is, round. Dominic yeah. has already raised children. He's not new at this. I know. Exactly. You
2: choose <laughs> to like, take her out. Stop it. You, you should know
1: what you're doing by now. You're going <laughs> to spoil that
0: child. <laughs> gotta
4: All, right, gotta go. <laughs> All
0: right. We got to go. All right. You got to save her. That's the only thing you got to do. You got to save her. We to talk about this football
2: coach, man.
1: Let me pull up this video. This is hilarious. I just
2: saw a thing where about about a uh, Eagles coach who showed up. He didn't have a suit on in his in his fucking thing, and they
1: still hired him. He was on vacation, and they it's not that's a story though. The crazy part of that story is not that they hired him even. So he was doing his interview over Zoom because it's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. But when they wanted to interview him, he was on vacation. So he was like, hey guys, I don't have any like dress clothes. I guess you could probably run out and buy a suit wherever you are.
2: That's what someone black Um, would do.
1: (laughs) I don't have. I promise you. I don't have any dress clothes, so I'm going to just have to wear what I have. And then the people interviewing him also dressed down. To make him feel comfortable. To make him
2: feel comfortable. Like, what the fuck is that? Because that happens all the time to white people to black people. That's what happens to well, us.
1: I think they just wanted a reason to dress down and it came up with an excuse. But um, yeah, they were like, Oh, well, we don't want you to feel left out. So hey, everybody get your tank tops. It's gonna be a tank top interview. And the dude got hired. Um this though, this clip is from what the happened? new Detroit Lions coach, Dan what Campbell. What Huh? Oh hold on. What's that? Still working hold on the tires. On. <laughs> Dan Campbell, the new Detroit Lions coach, um, gave a press conference a couple days ago. I'll wait for Randolph to come back before we do that. He's one of these like hardcore football guys. All these hardcore crusty ass football guys with their tough guy uh talk, you know, like we're gonna go in there and smash him in the face and I remember when like the Redskins had uh or I'm sorry the the Teamies when they brought Joe Gibbs back, they brought in his old coaching staff from the 80s. And Joe Bugle, the offensive line coach was like, "We're not talking about just opening up holes on the offensive line. We're talking about block removal. We're going <laughs> to We're going to remove the blocks." I'm like, "Come on, dude." He's like, "What is a superhero <laughs> shit? They got 300 pounders on the other side pushing them against you." <laughs> talking about block block. removal so this guy, Dan Campbell I I guess I'll pull up the clip Randolph can catch up this guy Dan Campbell gave a little new hire press
3: conference here he is this place has been kicked it's been battered it's been bruised and I can sit up here and give you coach speak all day long I can give you uh you know hey we're gonna win this many games I can't but none of that matters, and you guys don't want to hear it anyway. You've had enough of that shit. So, excuse my language. You <laughs> don't give a fuck.
1: It's the fucking Detroit Lions, guys. We're gonna go eight and eight. Doesn't matter what we do. <laughs> eight and eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna give you coach speak. I'm gonna give you a military general speak. Win one for the Gipper guys. Fuck that shit.
0: We're gonna Questions? charge the hill. We're gonna charge the hill. Question. <laughs>
1: Uh, look, I could, I could stand up here and be all professional. I could I put on a suit and tie my tie for you guys, but fuck that. We're going to talk about some real shit.
3: This place has been kicked. It's been battered. It's been bruised. And I can sit up here and give you coach speak all day long. I can give you, uh, you know, hey, we're going to win this mini game. I can't. That, uh, none of that matters. And you guys don't want to hear it anyway. You've had enough yeah. of that shit. So excuse my language.
1: There are children pl- pre- present right now. Dominic's daughter is hearing this.
0: He stormed the capitol.
3: Definitely. Foul language. <laughs> all right. Definitely. Here's what I do know is that this team is going to take on the identity of this city, all right? And the city's been, been down and it found a way to get up, all right? It's found a way to uh, overcome adversity, all right? And so this team's going to be built on um, we're going to kick you in the teeth all right. And, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. What? All right. And we're going to What in the up. fucking W.W.F. W- is this
1: bullshit? Hey, man, this is what it takes to be a professional football player.
3: Stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on oh, dude, the way up, we're going to take our your team is going to be
4: like the water and Flint Michigan. We're going to be dirty. <laughs> 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 we're
3: going to take your other kneecap off on the way up. We're going to take your other kneecap. And we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're going to be the last one standing. All right, that's going to be the mentality.
0: Actually, if you lose too many decaps, you can better stand at all. I'm not understanding. I never.
3: He's
1: basically reciting the lyrics to Metallica's "One." Uh, We're going to take your sight. you are going to take your speech. Take your hearing. Then we're going to start by taking your arms, and then your legs, and then we're going to take your soul and leave you with life and hell.
2: His arms are sweaty, his knees are weak, and his arms are heavy.
1: Darkness will be imprisoning you. All that you will see, absolute horror. <laughs> you cannot live. You cannot die. Trapped oh, in yourself. Was your body will be your holding cell. That's our promise to the people of Detroit.
0: I was waiting for him to hit him with the uh, Howard Dean jump, like, yeah! at the end. He's missing. Yeah! at the end. That's a nice meal. Well, all
4: Then j came in at the end of the press conference and she was like, let's get loud! And he was like, these motherfuckers going 2 and 14.
1: <laughs> On our way up, we're going to bite off your kneecap and then we're going to get an erection and we're going to bend you over and we're going to do it prison style, all right? No too. <laughs> 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 Fucking
2: ridiculous, man.
1: <laughs> hey, it was football. It's, fu- it's football. It's It's football.
2: Fucking ridiculous.
1: Hey, this is football. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> People. All, well, you want to hear some code? You don't want to hear this coach speak shit. You want to hear that shit? <laughs> some scold that is about white. I know you don't want to hear that. I know you don't want to hear that shit. This, this city has been beaten down. We haven't had anything good here since Motown. It's been a long time. It's been decades.
2: <laughs> Motown left. And then what?
1: <laughs> it's been decades.
2: Water's got lead in it. What are we
1: going to do? <laughs> we're going to score in the name of love. That's what we're going to do. <laughs>
3: And so this team's gonna be built on, um, we're gonna kick you in the teeth. All right. Well, and, and when you punch us back, we're gonna smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're gonna get up and on the way up, we're gonna bite a kneecap off. All right. And we're gonna stand up and then it's gonna take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're gonna take your other kneecap and we're gonna get up and then it's gonna take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're gonna take another hunk out of you before, before long, where are they gonna be the last one standing? We're going to be the last one
1: standing there. What's, 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 you will have the, a kneecap. You can't stand uh, without kneecaps.
0: What's the size of a hunk? What's the... What's, the, what's, the, what's the, A hunk of your... Oh, good, take a hunk out of you. <laughs> take
4: a hunk. Take a hunk of meat out of you. You don't know where it's going to be
1: from. I'm okay, <laughs> You don't know where it's going to be from. We're going to take a random hunk. You know <laughs> what we're going to do? We're going to tap you on the left shoulder. We're going to walk <laughs> by on your right side. You won't know what's going on. Yeah, we're gonna say what's over there. We're gonna smack it with the other side. What's over there on your right? We're gonna smack it with our left hand, like like the three, 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 three <laughs> Stooges. That's what we're gonna do. The Detroit Stooges. That's our I'm new name. With my hand in front of your face, and then I'm gonna smack you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you
1: don't. You I'm gonna poke you in the eye. You're not even gonna see that shit coming. We're gonna.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what Dominic said. We're gonna leave all your lights on and your cabinets open.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna break I'm in believe, your I car. I'm gonna leave your
2: sinks running. I'm gonna leave your sinks running all night.
1: Break in your car and steal your MacBook when you're not looking. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take your kneecap and your MacBook. <laughs> people want to hear coach speak X's and O's and such. Shit, we don't do that around here.
2: We do that around these parts?
1: Shit,
2: they gave him a six-year deal.
1: We're gonna we're gonna put you <laughs> gonna put you through a, a wood chipper. We're gonna have a wood chipper on the sidelines. <laughs> what? We're going to take off your kneecap, put it in a wood chipper. That's just, that's what it is. Detroit culture. It's the culture here.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> well,
1: that's just what? the way things go here in Detroit. Now, you, guys, you guys want to hear about my offensive philosophy. It's a West coast offense of run and shoot <laughs> pistol. Perhaps off. No, we're going to take a shovel and smack <laughs> you in the back of the head with it. That's what we're going to do on offense. Boy,
2: it's a burn.
1: shovel. Oh, you don't like shovels on the back of your head? Well, you shouldn't come to Detroit then.
0: <laughs> Detroit final, final record, 5-11. and 11. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're gonna, But it's good. We're going to go 5-11, and 11, but you can't. we're going to be the last one standing at the unemployment line, but we're going to be standing. That's what we're going to be. We're going to be standing tall at the unemployment line. Oh, I gave him from. a
2: six-year deal. One and going 3-13. Like Jesse said in the, in the chat room, he ain't going to be there best in the six years, but he's going to get that money. They're gonna give him an out. They're gonna have to buy him out of his contract.
1: Our uniform colors are blue and silver and the, the red of your blood. The <laughs> red of our opponent's blood will be the third color on our uniforms. That that's a promise. That's a promise. <laughs> you take a kneecap, we're gonna staple it to your helmet. Everyone's gonna have all the kneecaps they took, like pelts
0: on their helmet. How was that, honey? How did I do
2: Take his socks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, how I do, honey. How was that interview? Was we you? don't want to hear that shit.
3: None of that matters, and you guys don't want to hear it anyway. You've had enough of that shit. So, excuse my language. All right, excuse my language.
1: Excuse this language, but not the part about mutilating your opponents. Let's not excuse that language. That language is fine, but the the dreaded S word is the problem.
3: What I do know is that this team is going to take on the identity of this city. All right, and the city's been been down and it found a way to get, it.
1: but it's going to be the identity of like Ford and Chevy, not Pontiac and Oldsmobile. Cause they're out of business. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to to, Ford's still around. They just put out we electric, got Qua, electric,
2: Kilpatrick coming back. We're going to do something here.
1: Take the <laughs> identity. You take, he, he takes all the city's money. We take it as kneecaps. That's the way it goes.
3: Get up. All right, it's found a way to uh, overcome adversity. All right, and so this team's going to be built on. Um, we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right, and, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite it off. All right.
1: Our our theme song is going to be that wumba song about getting knocked down and getting back up again. That's that's a Detroit line. Every time we come out of the tunnel, we're
2: going to be styling and profiling.
1: You're going to hear tub thumping at high volumes.
3: That's what you're going to hear. Whoa. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. And we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before we wear
2: $1,000 Italian suits.
3: <laughs> on
1: our way off the field, we're going to grab your cheerleaders' titties and slip them our phone numbers. Say, <laughs> <laughs> call me later, lady.
0: <laughs> grab it right by the areolas. <laughs> That's what we do here in Detroit, Michigan. Right on the old nip-nips. What do you mean, game plan? <laughs> we're just kidding. <laughs> Let's give you the game plan. Uh, we're going to do
1: figure four leg locks so on all of our <laughs> opponents when the refs aren't looking. That's our move. That's the game plan. That's, X's and O's. Fuck that. Hit this guy's making millions block. of Fucking dollars. Pathetic. Hit him with the top block. Fucking you know, macho Eric, football people. But Eric people.
2: Manum, can't get a job.
1: Right. Or if he did get a job, imagine him giving that press conference. I mean, this guy's oh. getting roasted, but he's, he's <laughs> kind of seen as like a cool, like quirky oh, football fun. thing. It's
2: fun. You know? It's fun. It's fun. He's a, he's
0: a true coach. Well, he, you know, he's just coaching his players. He's, getting, he's motivating them to go out there and take out decaps. Yeah.
1: Uh, we're going to be armed. Uh, they got metal detectors from coming in the stadium. We're going to walk around the metal detectors.
0: <laughs> With our helmets.
1: <laughs> With our helmets
0: on. <laughs> Sorry to keep these gators now.
2: Limo riding, private airplane flying, diamond ring wearing, expensive watch having.
1: You know what? Instead of instead of uh, the player's (laughs) last name on the back of his jersey, he's going to have your wife's name on the back of his jersey. That's right. Your wife's name and your mom's name
0: on the back. We're gonna be
2: limo riding, private air flying.
0: Hey, 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 Andy. Um, could you um, can you do that interview? Can you do his interview in a Mitch McConnell voice?
1: (laughs) I got. I don't know if I can do Mitch McConnell anymore. I got to I got to go back and watch Mitch McConnell and I haven't watched him lately. <laughs> I got to go back and like just and and get the nuances down. <laughs> well, when I did Mitch McConnell on the podcast that first time, it's because we were listening to an interview of him, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what his voice sounds like, you know. I just know how to say burr. <laughs> I don't know how to say crickerburr. That's about it. Here's the thing: take off his
2: is Andy and I were talking about this yesterday. You know, we're
1: going to pass a lot of bills and take <laughs> kneecaps.
2: Every every uh, election, every hiring cycle in the NFL, we talk about this. The NFL doesn't hire black coaches. The Houston, the Houston Texans are now looking at Josh McCowan, a uh, uh, active player quarterback. I mean, he you call him an active player? He's really not. He's just on the sidelines. They're looking at him as a head coach. Okay, he's a fucking quarterback, and they're going to. No background experience, but they brought him in for an interview. But they still haven't even brought in Eric Viennemi, you know, as an interview. So everybody talks about how there's no black coaches and stuff like this. And what do we do? And blah, 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 blah. Like there is something you can do. There's something that all of us can do. That is don't watch the NFL. That's all we can do. Yeah. Don't watch. So all these people complaining about this, unless you're willing to not watch, I don't want to hear shit out of you. I really don't because they're not going to stop. They're not going to change their practices. They're just not what you think these owners give a fuck about any of what any of us have to say. They don't give a fuck because they know you're going to keep watching. They know I don't have, I don't have to do this because you're going to keep watching. I'm not going to watch. Yeah, you are. Okay. (laughs) You're going to keep watching.
0: You will find an excuse to watch. And that's the problem where there's there's the, the riff, you know, it was like the whole um, Colin Kaepernick um, mm-hmm. boycott. You know, it was he like, well, the, mo- the moment that um, he got the opportunity to play or get a trial, it was like, oh, well, he doesn't really want to play. He, 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 he's not really trying to play. Right. Yeah. I'm done with this because he's not even he's not even trying to play. Yeah. You're, and giving like,
2: yourself, you're giving yourself an out as if that as if that opportunity was real, as yeah. if that opportunity was real. It wasn't a real opportunity. Yeah. None of it was ever real. You know, you choose to watch this. You don't have to. You don't have to watch. You, you could stand on principle, but you're not. So, what's going to happen is you're going to complain about it. You know, people in, people in the press are going to complain about it. And then they're happily going to cover it. And they're happily going to celebrate it until next season when, the, when it begins again. It's not going to change.
0: They even showed, I saw an article where they showed the difference between how they release coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe like two coaches, they were like, um, they come to a mutual um, parting. Mm-hmm. Um, parting ways, and then the black coach they were like fired. Yeah, it is yeah. like wow. The, even the wording is different. So, and they don't give they don't give black coaches a lot of a, a lot of time to adjust. Um, just like the um the Washington football team, The teamies. Uh, heard, yeah, the teamies, the teamies. I heard rumors that they was going to get uh, Deshaun Watson, and I was like, y'all don't never deserve another black quarterback <laughs> ever in life.
1: No, they ruin quarterbacks.
0: They Mm -hmm. want, especially black quarterbacks. I mean, white quarterbacks, I'll give them a long time to, you know, adjust and overcome, but black quarterbacks, nah, nah, (laughs) no.
1: I mean, the teamies, people were posting this on Twitter the other day. They do have a very, by NFL standards, diverse uh, organization compared to a lot of other teams. Right. But, they still ruin quarterbacks. I mean, they yeah. destroy quarter. Like they, they yeah. have such a terrible track record. Yeah, and and Dan Snyder is still there anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But
2: I was thinking that I was thinking that, and he's like, Snyder doesn't have a problem with diversity. Oh,
1: he's <laughs> he just incompetent.
2: His problem is he's an incompetent asshole right. who, run, who runs who runs his organization like a frat house. Well, the, the, I mean, <laughs> diversity if you problem.
1: if you count women, I mean. Yeah. I mean, there, there's all the cheerleader shit. There's a woman who's like on the He's got
2: women whatever. in positions. Of but power. he's
1: also got women filing lawsuits.
2: Yeah, but he runs his organization like a fucking frat house, which is yeah. how you end up having these, these, fucking, <laughs> these fucking lawsuits.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm happy for every player that gets out of either uh, D.C.'s football or basketball teams and goes to another team and has success. <laughs> I'm always happy for them. Like the Lakers won the title, they had three former Wizards on that team. I think <laughs> I was like, "Good for you guys, Javale McGee. Good for you, man. White Howard, you only played nine games for us, but you got out. <laughs> that's the best thing that could happen." Nick yeah, Young was a pretty- Wizard. I mean, like all these guys, and yeah, pretty- um, and all the football players too. Like I, I'm always happy when they get the hell out of here. Uh, Dwayne Haskins just signed with with uh, Pittsburgh, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, just Signed with Pittsburgh.
1: So who knows how that'll turn out, but.
2: Better than it would have here. <laughs>
0: yeah, we got an exclusive. Exclusive. J- just at, at five fifteen. Uh, apparently, the My Pillow guy is thinking about running for mayor. I mean, governor of Minnesota. <laughs>
1: what? The f- I mean, Minnesota's <laughs> had some weird governors. I don't think he has a chance. Um, they had that. I they had that rumor that he was dating. What was it Jane Krakowski?
2: Well, the way they denied it tells me that it's true.
1: <laughs> she denied it.
2: Yeah, well they both denied it like that that weird that weird shit of a Hey um
1: <laughs> she said she's never met him.
2: Yeah, which is not true. Which right there I'm like, "Come on, Jane. I've never even met him." Jane, people have seen y'all together. Come on, Jane.
1: Jane Krakowski is setting the record straight. Um she released a statement. Jane Krakowski is setting the record straight about rumors circulating of her supposed relationship with arch-conservative, blah, 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 Donald Trump supporter Mike Lindell. Um, where's her statement? That's what we're here for. Jane has never met Mr. Lindell. She is not and has never been in any relationship with him, romantic or otherwise. She is, however, in full-fledged fantasy relationship with Brad Pitt. Uh, what's that dude's name from Bridgerton? <laughs> Kermit the Frog. And welcome to any and all coverage on those. So she had like some she had jokes in in the state.
2: Yeah, which tells me that oh she knows that motherfucker.
1: <laughs> she knows I don't know. I mean, where'd that rumor come from? Like, how does that was that just like an internet creation? No,
2: it's people people in that world, that little world, have seen them. You know,
1: kicking it. Could he have a girl who's like a Jane Krakowski? Like No, he's been
2: like pursuing her. Like he sends, he's like he did that thing where you send her shit for like a year and try to pull her down, and then oh, they exactly finally like, give she's, in.
1: She's got a room champagne,
2: full of champagne, roses. That that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey
1: Jane, you you need another
4: pillow? I got a lot yeah. of them.
2: That <laughs> bitch, lying. Dom. What you think about the coaching thing I was saying?
4: I didn't get into the last part. What were you talking about? I'm sorry. I'm well,
2: well, this the it's the it's the hosting. It's the hosting. <laughs> The hiring cycle, they're talking about it again. Like BRM BN, B enemy can't get so you you're still with football.
4: Oh, you know niggas ain't getting first dips. Come but on, but that's man. the thing.
2: But that's the thing. It's like B so B can't get hired. So none got hired this cycle, right? None of us are gonna get hired. So everybody's complaining about it. Like you're hearing your your Stephen A's, you know, your Mash Kellerman's, everybody, every sports reporter, literally every sports reporter is complaining about it. I'm like, Well, well, I don't know what we can do. I'm like, there is something you can do, you cannot watch. That's the only thing you can do is not watch. Other than that, there's nothing you can do because these owners don't give a fuck. They don't care. They do not care. You think they give a fuck about you complaining about them on ESPN? They don't give a shit about that. You know why? Because their product is still being bought. You know, drug dealer don't
4: care that you don't like him. <laughs> you don't give a fuck of this. You don't. Yeah, have if the ratings ain't down, but yeah. on, on the same token, too, like that's when the NFL is starting to get a lot more casual fans because yeah. of it. That can pick up the game, watch it on a Sunday, and then not watch it again for like four more Sundays. You know, that's so where I'm at with with football. the only
2: way that it ends is if motherfuckers don't watch. You know, if, if if they say that you know Goodell Roger Goodell wants more diversity in the league, and I don't have any doubt that he does. Okay, I don't doubt Roger Goodell. His family, he, damn, his family has a long history of this. His father has a long history of this. He wants it, but how? how you can't. These old white men don't give a fuck about what he says. <laughs> you know, they just—they don't. They don't care. They don't care, and for the most part, America don't care. So,
1: you know what I find have, interesting? About- how do
2: I know America doesn't care? Because you keep watching. That's how I know.
1: <laughs> the the enemy thing. Okay, so Eric enemy is was offensive coordinator for Kansas City. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So he,
2: he came up the ranks too.
1: <laughs> well, he's a former player. And this is yeah, what man, I mean. I used
4: to have an Eric B. Enemy rookie card. That was like one of yeah, my number he one. He came up
2: the cards. ranks, retired. He did he did everything you're supposed to do to get that coaching job. He
4: well, retired. this is
1: this is the point I'm gonna make here. Cause they they sort of float the idea that he has a past, right? I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now. Um he got into a bar fight in college in eighty-eight. Hmm. In nineteen ninety, he... Beany pleaded no contest to interfering with a firefighter who had been performing his duties to extinguish a fire in Beany's mother's garage. There's a lot going on in that sentence. Right. Um, <laughs> that was 1990. Uh, he got an eight-month suspended sentence, suspended for one game. In '89, uh, driving a ticket for driving a defective vehicle. Um that'll do
2: that, it. What's that even mean?
1: And then his license <laughs> was that, suspended for a year
2: even mean?
1: after another traffic violation <laughs> so he had a suspended license for a year caught speeding on the suspended license going this is again 1989 how old is he He was born in 69 this is when he's college twenty years old suspended license again blah 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 ninety three the enemy was this is the big one I guess arrested in Boulder, Colorado for allegedly harassing a female parking attendant according to the police report. While with his friends, Bienname put his hand on the attendant's neck, startling her, she told police he also made a comment about, quote, a bunch of black guys makes it all makes all at once being her worst nightmare and that Bienname had and his friends took off their pants and began urinating nearby. Bienname was also named in an outstanding warrant on a charge of driving with a suspended license again. As a result of this incident, he was banned from the University of Colorado Boulder campus for one year. That was in 93, okay? In Andy April, sounds oh,
4: like the press release for the NFL team mm-hmm. that didn't I'm getting, to, again, I'm getting <laughs> to my <laughs> point. I'm getting to my point. They all put out his Wikipedia page. You see what this nigga did in 97? Come on. Yeah, that was like 20 years ago. <laughs> and then in April,
1: in April 01, he got a DUI, okay? I, so,
4: somebody said in the chat, though, in, in uh in his specific case— I think he just looked at a lot of the teams and was like, mm, nah, well, "This, this year... Me, I, don't, I don't believe
2: that because you can't. Is a black again? as a black coach? You can't do that.
1: Let me get to this point that I'm making. Whatever his shit last,
2: job they threw your way. His last brush with the
1: law was, you baby. Mike B's got to go. All right, see. All right, man. All right, be safe. His last. His last brush with the law was pre nine eleven, okay? So twenty years ago, um, and also he was this last thing the the. The girl in the parking garage was ninety-three. Um, he was drafted in ninety-one. Okay, so they they let him be a player yeah. for all those years. <laughs> the suspended license thing, the bar fight, the weird that was the press release
4: from the owners. We interfering with a, a
1: firefighter in his mother's garage—that was all in college. Yeah, the parking garage thing was like his second year in the NFL. He had still, a long
2: still basically a college student at that He point. was
1: like 22 years old. Yeah. He had a long career after that. And he got a DUI in 01, which is maybe after his career was over. Who knows? But um, he they that wasn't enough to stop him from playing football for all those years. He wasn't like uh, his so egregious that they wouldn't let him be in the NFL. But now people are using that to say he shouldn't be a head coach. But it wasn't enough to bar him from being an offensive coordinator.
4: Absolutely that.
1: So you can Listen, have man, this the Chiefs
4: winning in the Super Bowl, He' going to be the coach next year because Andy Reid going to retire.
2: Well, Maybe. I mean, you think that.
1: Maybe he's waiting that out. Maybe him and Reid have But the deal?
2: owner could be like, "Ah, well, <laughs> we need to go in another direction.
1: The owner's like, let me ask you the first question in the interview, first thing. Um, what are well, your were thoughts? all the NFL
4: co- o- open positions?
1: What are your thoughts Maybe. on kneecaps? Oh. How do you feel about uh, kneecaps?
4: Eagles. <laughs> Eagles. Eagles ain't hiring them, and, Lions, he, and if I was him, Eagles, I would come. Lions, to the Eagles, chargers, Lions,
2: Chargers, trash, trash. Eagles, I don't really watch. Listen, you can't. At this point, there are only thirty-two jobs. The only one that I would probably avoid, like the fucking plague, is. And I don't even watch football anymore, but I know this would be as as Chasing is saying in there would be the Texans. That would be the only one I would avoid. Texans, like the, trash. I would avoid them like the fucking plague. But other than that whatever job they offer you, you have to take as a black person. You know that you got, got to take this bullshit and I got to try to make, do the best of it. And you know, you're on the clock because one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to do poorly and they're going to let you go. Or you're going to, you're going to rebuild this team. a la Jim Caldwell in Detroit (laughs) have one mediocre year where you still finish with a winning record. And then they let you go thinking that they're going to bring in somebody who can, who can
4: do the shit. The homie in Detroit got fucked. Yeah. I mean, he got fucked. And now, like Andy said, now they they had to bring in the Chumbawamba dude now, right? Because
1: <laughs> well, here's what we're gonna do: uh, we're gonna put our hands around your parking attendant's neck
4: right.
1: and urinate in her vicinity. That's All right, it. that's our promise. <laughs> that's our promise to that's you. Our promise. You want to talk about X's and O's? Some of us write so like an X and O in if the if snow. People
2: really have a problem with this because you hear everybody say they have a problem with this every every year. Owners don't care. So if you have a problem with it, don't watch. But that's not going to happen because people are going to watch.
1: Well, then how deep does that go? What if, you, uh, what if you work in sports media? Do you cover it?
2: I think if you work in sports media, you tell the truth of it. And you constantly tell the truth of it. I hear a lot of people dancing around. There's still the thing of, well, he's a bad interview. I'm like, listen, when he was interviewed, did he walk in there with his dick out and, and smack the owners? The owners. Uh, All right, Dom. Did he Thumbs smacked out. the owner's uh, wife in the fucking face, jump up on the table and go, hire me, and then just walk back out? We would have I'm probably like, heard
1: that if that happened.
2: Because unless he did that, he's not a bad interview. So right. fuck you. I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> he's a bad
1: interview. What's a bad interview? But he was a good interview up to the offensive <laughs> coordinator level. That's what, right. Like, I don't, you can't say bad interview because he would have never gotten to the point. He's he had now.
2: job after job after job in the NFL. And now he's a bad interview. He's 50. You mean to tell me that a 51-year-old black man living in this country doesn't know how to interview? Is that
1: what you're telling me? But he got all these jobs. (laughs) Is
2: that what you want me to believe? (laughs) Fuck out of here, man. (laughs) Fuck out of (laughs) here. Fuck out of here.
1: He didn't bring up kneecaps not once in the interview. Very bad. Not one time did he bring up kneecaps. Taking out hunks of guys and spitting them out, chewing up, chewing on their thigh muscles.
2: Right. Like I said, there is something you can do. You cannot watch. That's all you can do not watch and be loud about why you're not watching but they're not willing to do that. So I don't particularly care what anybody has to say. I don't care. Maybe what, bad what interview means say.
1: that uh he was too um too self assured. You know? Too pro black perhaps. Who knows? It means it, whatever it means whatever they wanted it to it's mean. It's a very vague term.
2: Yeah, it means whatever they wanted it to mean.
1: I remember uh years ago when the Washington football team the teamies had uh, an, a defensive coordinator, Richie Pettibone, under Joe Gibbs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he their defenses were great every year. And people were like, this guy is going to be such a great head coach. One day. And he kept interviewing and would never get hired. I can't believe Richie Pettibone doesn't have a job as a head coach in this league. And then Joe Gibbs retired. Richie Pettibone took over the next year and went 3-13. and Then <laughs> Did They get coached years? Again. They only gave him that one year. He was gone after one year. I was like, that guy's that. a bad interview. <laughs> that guy yeah. has to be <laughs> yeah. like, he didn't want that job is what it was. But,
2: right, right.
1: But uh, um, they gave, he got one. I mean, maybe the enemy has to do that. He has to wait for his head coach to step aside and he has to just move up unless the team decides we don't want that because the well, owner Jason, has to
2: say. Jason Carter saying the story on Tomlin is that he got the job just on the strength of in one interview. The story of Tomlin is that he interviewed with the Steelers. And if you know anything, he interviewed with the dad of the Steelers. And if you know anything about that man, he was extremely progressive on race. Rooney, him and the cat who owned the the cat who owned the Raiders. There's always been a couple guys like that in sports, but the rest of
3: them. Nope.
2: (laughs) Al Davis and Rooney, they were they were, it's called the Rooney rule. <laughs> it's named after him, <laughs> you know, the rule of you will interview black people. So when Tomlin went in, first of all, he had a fair shot and, uh, I don't even know about wowing. You just, you show how show that you're competent, which I would be expected <laughs> You know if you yeah. made it this far, you're competent. I would expect that.
1: Well, that was the whole point. The whole point of the Rooney rule is because people come in that you would have never interviewed. And then you'd be impressed by them in the interview. Right. That was the whole idea behind that rule. Right. You know, and even if they don't get the job, you're like, Oh, I would have never even thought of that guy. Now I'll pass his name around to my right. colleagues. Hey, that guy wowed me in the interview.
2: And they were open to it. That's another thing. You have to be open to it. Like Al Davis. And Al Davis's thing was, not only am I open to it, I'm going to stick a finger in the eye of all these other motherfuckers. That's what Al Davis, which I'm fine with. If if that's what it takes, do that. Right. Yeah. I am more than fine with that. You know? So like I said, if you you want the shit to change, don't watch. That's it. And be loud about why you're not watching. But until that time, it ain't going to change. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Open, open, open. I just get tired of the Stephen A. Smiths of the world acting like it's this, this, oh, I, I can't believe them. Like, well, why do you keep watching dog?
1: Well, you know, it's just, uh, <clears throat> maybe they just, you know, if Kaepernick just cut his hair or something, <laughs> you know, if just what could they do better? What could Eric B enemy be doing better?
2: That's what it is. Where are we at Andy?
1: Oh, uh, an hour see. right? Oh yeah. We're like over oh, an hour and a half.
2: Do you want to bring one more thing before you bring this on?
1: Uh, let me see. I don't know if there's anything else. Uh, we got Whitlock. I don't want to talk about him. Uh, Kevin McCarthy. Everybody in the U.S. has responsibility for the Capitol riots. That fucking dude, man. Rand Paul says Biden's push for $15 minimum wage reflects a, quote, hate for black teenagers.
2: But the thing about Rand Paul is that he's just a, he's such a fucking idiot that there's no sense. Yeah. Even it's I mean, just, Andy and I have been talking, talking the last couple of days about these people who want us to shut up about white supremacy. He's one right. of them. Rand Paul's one of them. Right. Rand Paul, Tucker Carlson, another gentleman who I really want to name and I'm not going to, yeah. and Andy and I both know,
1: um, but I Miss. did text,
2: I did text Aaron about him and she was like, yeah, he ain't shit. Oh really? <laughs> Aaron Jackson. And she was like, yeah, I don't fuck with him no more she stopped fucking with him after black after that black lives matter pose.
1: oh okay yeah 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 Uh, you know the pandemic
2: She's the one who really turned me on too because she texted me she was like what the fuck are they doing i was like i don't tell you babe
1: (laughs) a lot of uh you know figurative masks came off during the pandemic right by the same people who seem to want to take literal masks off right um (laughs) New York Mets general manager, uh, Jared Porter sent his dick pics to a female reporter when he was with the Cubs.
2: This is the, this is the thing. Ladies in the chat room, give us a little hand up. If you've gotten a dick pic in the mail, just give us a little hand up. If you've got one
1: in, I used to ask that question on stage and it's incredible how many women almost
2: hundred (laughs) percent.
1: Yeah. Incredible. How many women have received unsolicited by the way.
2: Yeah. It must be. A, I would. I would have thought that that was a young man's game, but this dude wasn't
1: young. Here's the th- thing: is I would be hesitant to send a solicited dick pic.
2: Right. You don't know,
1: let alone an unsolicited. What dick What
2: she's going to do with this? She's showing it to her friends. Believe everyone's going to see that. Good picture. or bad, she's showing it to her friends. Of course. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> everyone's going to see that picture. Um. This is the guy.
2: Every the the chat room is now flooding <laughs> with hands ups me me,
1: right here me um this guy by the way that's now former mets general manager claims Look at
2: this fucking guy he, he looks like a that, lego
1: he claims that the uh the dick wasn't his wasn't me <laughs> how do you even um when this one came up I was so excited. He got hired in December. This is his like little interview after he got hired. He became a general manager in December. So this, all this other stuff from his past came to life. By light. the way,
2: they got problems in hiring black folks, too, over there in baseball. The only one who knows not had a problem with this is basketball. They got problems over there in baseball, too.
1: Um, New York Mass General Manager Jared Porter sent explicit unsolicited texts and images to a female reporter in 2016, culminating with a picture of an erect, naked penis According to a copy of the text history, she kept the texts. Um,
2: a foreign correspondent.
1: Yeah, she was. She's no longer in in uh, media. She left the journalism world,
2: mm-hmm. but she
1: kept all this shit, all these screenshots. So
2: you, so you sent evidence to a reporter. That's what you did, right? <laughs> that's what you. That's what you did to a reporter. That's what. You thought that would be a smart move.
1: Yeah, and this came out, and then the Mets were like, "We're oh. we're taking this under advisement." And the next day, they just like canned him.
2: You got to can him. Yeah, I saw people complaining like, "You can't fire him for something he did in his past." I'm like, "Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. You can fire
1: him for any reason you want." It. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on what he did. You yeah. know, like, like the Biennial stuff was fairly mild. And yeah. It was when he was twenty years old. Mm-hmm. um so okay he met they met in yankee stadium in 2016 she said they talked briefly the only time they ever spoke <laughs> and he got the number um they exchanged business cards porter began texting her that afternoon or yeah and b- before the day was over he'd asked her three times to get a drink you know that's you know what he was on an elevator with her
2: he was thirsty too and that's, didn't have the makes guts even worse
1: didn't have the guts to ask her out while he was on the elevator with her. So he got the number and starts texting her the same day, three times. Let's get a drink. Hey, it was nice meeting Thirsty you. Ass. Hey, uh, hey, let me welcome you to the country. I know you're new here. Uh, the woman said she agreed to meet Porter because she thought he was volunteering himself as a source and expected they would discuss baseball. Porter asked in a text that she had had a boyfriend. The woman said at the time she believed he was simply being friendly And she did not think someone she barely knew would be so forward Uh, that night after she said she couldn't meet him. um, But what the next day Porter sent an unsolicited selfie (laughs) like question mark. What the fuck? And then here's his string of texts. You're so pretty. Do you have a boyfriend yet? Is that him? Selfie. This is from 2016. Yeah, that's him. Yeah.
2: Look at if that doesn't scream frat boy.
1: That was the best one he took. I don't know. (laughs) Like he took like 10 of them. That's
2: the best one he took. Have you ever, why, why would you send a picture of your face with a, I've never even thought to do that. Send a picture of my face with a text message. Is that a thing?
1: I guess when you're trying to trying to solicit these ladies, Porter texted again the next day, according to the messages and attempts by both to set up a meeting fell through. On July 19th, he reached out to her again, inquiring as to her whereabouts, asking why aren't we hanging out. Porter asked whether the woman remembered what he looked like. (laughs) Scroll up, and said, "You're so pretty. Do you have a boyfriend yet?" He sent a selfie. It can be me, is what he said. Oh my! Oh God bless (laughs) man.
2: Oh Jesus Christ! That's about me that was his game?
1: The woman responded with a text shorthand indicating laughter. Oh, no, that's the worst.
2: Oh, God.
1: (laughs) That's the one thing he didn't want to hear was a laugh. And she added, let's meet. Porter asked for a picture in her home country. The woman told ESPN it's very common for friends of the opposite sex to send each other photos. I didn't think much of it. After she sent the selfie, Porter responded, you're gorgeous. Want more of me? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? you want to take a hunk out of me she said yes explaining to the espn i thought it would be awkward to say no i don't think of didn't think of where it would progress porter sent three pictures the first of several that would show a man lying on a bed with a bulge in his pants the woman said she was initially confused like question mark he wrote cute she laughed again and texted yes though she told espn that she didn't realize the intention of the photo uh, you're not married, she asked. Once she recognized the sexual nature of the bed picture, she resolved to cut off communication. Porter would send 62 unanswered texts, including seven photos between July 19th and August 10th, the day before the final flurry from Los Angeles, included the nude photo. His first unanswered text, July 19th, said he was not married. He followed up, which picture do you like the most? Want to see more? Question <laughs> mark question mark
2: that's exactly but, how she heard it in her head too about <laughs> that's how about, she heard him talking in her head
1: about five hours later hello beautiful <laughs> about 90 minutes after that is it too much for you two hours later where did you go three hours later 203 in the morning i'm bored that's what like, he wanted to, he wanted to do some sexing at that point this is the bulge they pixelated this is the bulge am i annoying you yeah am i annoying you sad face Sad face two, two hours later. Why won't you answer me, beautiful? The pattern of unsolicited messages with our response continues for weeks. The two separately crisscrossed the country watching baseball in different venues with Porter sending photos from hotels. The day after the woman stopped returning, his tax Porter wrote, mad at me? Question <laughs> mark. Later that day, he sent three more pictures. The first of was the World Series ring he had won during his 12 years with the Boston Red Sox with whom he had gone from intern to pro scouting director and won three championships. He should have opened with the World Series ring. He can't, you can't wait until 60 texts unanswered later to be like, but look though, I got a World Series ring. The other two were bad pictures of a man's cloth groin to which he added a message. Am I annoying you? Porter sent seven more messages that day, including one that said the Cubs had made a trade and another that said, you're hard to get at 2.44 (laughs) a.m. I want to see you seven hours later. Do you want to seven hours? Do you want to see me
2: (laughs) three hours after that? Well, look to your left. I'm looking through your window.
1: (laughs) Three hours later. I'm sorry. 10.59 p.m. I thought we could have some fun. This is all unanswered. July 23rd, his fourth consecutive day of texting without a response. I'm a nice guy, you know, sad face. Later that day, was it the pictures that made you mad? That night, he sent another selfie. Porter continued to text the woman sporadically, asking on August 8th, are you okay? The next day, both were at Wrigley Field. I think I just saw you. That's some creepy shit. I think I just saw you. You're so beautiful. The woman told ESPN she felt panicky and hid from him. A day later, he texted, "I'll be in LA this weekend at the best hotel in America. Can you meet me there?" The day after that, he sent the woman a message, "You're missing out." He followed with the 17 pictures, including the one of the naked penis. Which okay,
2: so that 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 dick pic was his. That was his big joker. Y'all get that right. That was yeah. the big joker. Like, okay, I'm gonna throw this joker down.
1: <laughs> that was... You're missing out. Send.
2: Or the little joker. Thank you, Reggie.
1: <laughs> Question mark. Are you there? Question mark. Mad at me? Sad face. Come to LA. You can watch blank workouts and watch blank play. Those names are redacted. Um, the woman said she did not know how to respond. Being alone in a different country made it tougher. I didn't know who to trust and rely on. She had shown the explicit image to a player from her home country and an interpreter who helped craft the response she sent to her She's from
2: Japan. Is she from Japan?
1: I don't, I don't know.
2: It's this player from her home country. They do a lot of baseball in Japan. I,
1: wonder I think she was Japan. European. I don't know. I won't find out. She says... This is extremely inappropriate, very offensive, and getting out of line. Could you please stop sending offensive photos or messages?
2: Well, respo- I could, but I'm not. Here's another one.
1: <laughs> he responded a series of messages Oh, I'm sorry. I will stop. I really apologize. Please let me know if you ever need anything work wise. <laughs> the next day, he texted again I'm Dawi. A day later, he shared a photo from Dodger Stadium. It was the last message the woman said that Porter sent. Come on, man! And then he went on to have a few more years of a a career that took him up the ranks until this past December, he was hired as a general manager.
2: Yeah, I and saw then she
1: sent out. Then she was like, "Okay, I got this." And she, she went into a lot, her of, little, a
2: lot of a lot of these dudes were defending his ass too. Like, oh, he should. There's no reason why he can't have that job. Like, uh. You don't think so? (laughs) You you think it's okay?
1: I mean, yeah, it doesn't say where she's from, by the way. She's a foreign correspondent. I
2: I caught that. I was wondering why didn't I guess they're trying not to let her let her name get out there.
1: She wants to stay anonymous, Um, but she kept this shit for four years, over four years. Plot. She she declined to pursue legal action. the woman said she remained in touch with the club's employee and saw him at spring training in 2017. When she said she was still considering filing a lawsuit, the employee became angry. She said, okay, well, she didn't know what to do, basically. And then now that he became a general manager, she was like, well, you can't be a general manager. So she revealed this. Mm-hmm. There's no way this ever, I mean, he's probably done this with other people. It's never worked in the history of sending text messages. Right. Has anyone ever had success by sending a woman sixty-two straight messages over the course of weeks? Sometimes at three o'clock in the morning, with a bulge in your pants. Like, is that what? What are the odds that that works? I mean, you could you would win Mega Millions before that worked. You know.
2: You know it's funny? The women don't send. Are women sending out titty shots and pussy shots? Is that a thing that women are doing?
1: I think they might be.
2: If they are, no man would complain about it.
1: I guess not. I mean, I guess. But if that's a not power something dynamic,
2: we that's not something we get upset with,
1: you know, but there's not, also not not nearly as frequently. Are there the same power dynamics? Where well, women- that's
2: well, I'm not I'm down to a description. I'm just talking on paper. Are women doing this? I don't know any dudes who are like, hey, man, look at this bullshit here to this broad sent me. I'm. I'm Apparently, women are doing this amongst themselves all the time, and I don't doubt that y'all are and you should be but I don't recall any dude being like, Hey, take a look at this shit.
1: <laughs> you know, well, Shay said not unsolicited. That's the weird part is the unsolicited. Right. And I think women would have a much higher success rate, by the way. Absolutely. If they should work them. for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Your brother has gotten naked pictures. Oh,
2: well, he, he doesn't count. He gets, <laughs> he, 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 he moves in a world that <laughs> a lot of the rest of us don't. They just,
1: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, um, Men might think that since a woman sending them that picture would work, then the reverse would be true as well.
2: Yeah, but that—that's a—that's a—that's why I said it seems like a very much a young man's game.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's <laughs> also even if you think it would work, you know, you know about twenty-three texts in that is not working. Right, right? Like, <laughs> he tripled that. He went to he went over sixty texts. Yeah, you know, like oh, this is probably me. Just I'm probably embarrassing myself. It's like the answering machine uh, scene in Swingers. Yeah, it's like D- why dare, do I keep doing this?
2: Dare I say, it's a ballsy move.
1: It is a ballsy move. <laughs> it's, a, it's also a dick move. So Tamika that's a, said, that's
2: a guy. Tamika, how old are you, baby?
1: Tamika said, guys my age have sent me unsolicited dick pics.
2: <sighs> I mean, and that's the
1: other thing, too. I think the older you get, the less likely. But yeah, 40 year olds are millennials now. So,
2: yeah, they're still that's
1: I mean, the iPhone came out in seven. Man. The smartphone era is well over 10 years old now. So people in their 20s.
2: Oh, no, Latoya. Like, he well. thought of her as a real person, a real person. He wanted to keep in a basement. He thought of her as a real person. Don't <laughs> don't misunderstand here. That, that
1: <laughs> My very first real girl.
2: He definitely thought of her as a real person,
1: (laughs) yeah. A real person that he needed in his life. Brandon said, Alton will send them out. elton will not send unsolicited, though. I don't think, (laughs) no, I think he has sent, by the way. I think he, no, but it's
2: one of those things where now I agree with that. What Shay is saying, was saying, men historically don't know how to read the room when it comes to that. You're 100% right, yeah, yeah, you're 100% right.
1: Cause some men, also,
2: I mean, men will believe their dumbass friend who told him that the shit works when he's lying.
1: <laughs> remember, I mean, before smartphones in our younger years, there was a school of thought, not a very uh, well attended school, but a school of thought that if you're with a girl alone, you know, watching a movie in your house or whatever, just pull your dick out.
2: Yeah. Like there are people a, who
1: that was their move. That was a like,
2: thing for a minute. She yeah.
1: goes to the bathroom. She comes back and your dick is out. Now, again, probably not a very uh, successful move.
2: But i tell you what does work. If a man leaves out of the room and he comes back and the girls in there naked, that has a hundred percent success rate.
1: Yeah. He's not going to be like, <laughs> what? I don't I don't understand
2: what that has. A hundred percent success rate. A hundred percent of the time that will work.
1: But again, the man might think, OK, I'll do to her what I want done to me.
2: Yeah,
1: it's good. It would work on me. So I guess before <laughs> smartphones, there were the pull your dick out people, but now you can send it virtually to somebody. It's the same kind of idea. Uh, when, once she sees this, she won't be able to say no. <laughs>
2: That's again, it's a ballsy
1: move, man. <laughs> could, could you put it next to a deck of cards for scale? At least <laughs> it's a ballsy <laughs> like, move. You don't know how big that thing is. Can we get something maybe like a roll of quarters just to give it a little bit of a, a scale?
2: It's a ballsy movement. <laughs> it's, it's 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 ballsy.
1: Um, next to a ruler, but imagine I mean, we'll how see. many he
2: took to get to the right shot to send her.
1: Oh, <laughs> the right lighting, the right yeah. shadows. Yeah. yeah. You hmm? it's so okay. extremely thirsty. Yeah,
2: you can't you can't hire that.
1: No, he has to he has to go. He has to get fired. Yeah, and you, also, can't,
2: you can't hire that. There's no way you can explain that as an organization when you hire him. You can not you can explain away not hiring a black person. You can do that all day. But you can't explain away hiring this shit. Right. <laughs> That's not possible.
1: So the question now is does he have to go back to being a scout or is he just out of baseball? Because he, I mean, he made all the way up to GM. I mean he made he, he climbed that entire ladder from like low level scout I mean, All the way up.
2: How do you he can't really be a scout? You can he could maybe scout on the on the very low level.
1: Is he is he gonna be is he just he's editing. always
2: gonna be that guy. Is he just like,
1: editing film in that little room by himself now? Is that maybe, what he is?
2: Maybe. I hope he's like, got I hope he's got editing skills because he's always gonna be that well, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Aisha. He's like he well, he'd be okay. He will be, but it's just what what can his job be now moving forward?
1: Yeah. It's hard to have a job in baseball at this point. Right. For him. So,
2: Right. At least a job where he's out front.
1: Mm -mm. Oh, man, he's going to be a groundskeeper (laughs) (laughs) be watering the grass.
2: He can't have any job where he's out front.
1: No, he can't be talking to reporters. A scout would have to talk to reporters.
2: No, no, no. He can't talk to anyone.
1: Anyone Oh, your brother said he got an unsolicited dick pic once. Dude thought I was gay and shot his shot.
2: That's interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Now I wonder
1: I- what the percentage of <laughs> how compared to straight men is. I, I was I would assume gay men are sending other gay men a higher percentage of of dick pictures.
2: How did he get your number? That's the thing.
1: Maybe it was a coworker. You know what?
2: I bet you that shit works for gay men. That's a different. It's a different mentality over here on our side. Yeah. So it's a different thing.
1: Yeah, I bet. Again, you it's like yeah, that would work on me. So it, I'm going to try it on her.
2: Yeah, that shit will probably work on our side. But on their side?
1: Oh, Mark Again, Mark's that's a, said. That's,
2: again uh, Brother Mark saying he knows you from the gym. That's a ballsy move, though, because if you turn it down, then he's got to see you in the gym the next day. So, again, that's a ballsy move. Yeah. And for a gay man, that's the thing. You're, you, you're, I used to always think that because God knows I've been hit on enough times. It's like, that's a bold move by a gay guy to hit on a straight guy. Because you don't know, this shit could get violent in a second. Yeah. You know?
1: Oh, remember, Shay said in the chat, remember that time, the story I wrote you guys about the co-worker, the FaceTime Sean, and he was shooting his shot. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: right. Again,
1: like, I mean, I guess you just, some people are just bold about it, you know? Yeah. Why not? But that's different than a dick dick, though. Has anyone no, FaceTimed a dick? I guess people FaceTime dicks, too. Or you you get a FaceTime call, and you open it, and it's just a dick. <laughs> it's just a close-up. Yeah. A live-action yeah. In the wild dick. <laughs> in the wild. <laughs> Here's a dick in his natural habitat. His
2: natural habitat. <laughs> it's, it's in its natural underbrush. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the FaceTime call. It's just uh,
2: But that guy was beyond beyond the dick. That dude was like he was well in the stalker territory. Right. He was like, This motherfucker is outside your house type. Are you
1: mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> Do I make you uncomfortable? I will stop.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like that guy's outside the fucking house. Why won't you answer me, beautiful? Right. It's been my experience with gay men that all you have to do is say, "Hey man, I'm not I'm not gay." You're not? No. Right. <laughs> I'm not. And then whatever is going on stops.
1: Yeah. You oh, know. my bad. And that's <laughs> over.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Women though, it's fucking, "Hey, I'm not interested. You just need to see what you're missing." <laughs>
1: I'll check again in three hours.
2: Look at this.
1: <laughs> Maybe like, you'll, you'll be interested at 2.07 a.m. tonight.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Are you there? Christ. Are you mad at me, beautiful?
1: Am <laughs> I annoying see? you?
2: Beautiful. She's got to turn her phone off, got to meet <laughs> the phone. Sad face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's his, Let me try a sad. All right. All, all right. I was thinking about sending sad, her a That
2: sad shrugging emoji.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Before I send her my dick though, let me try the shruggy. All right. And then I'll go sad face. And then I'll go dick. I'm not gonna go straight to dick. I'm not crazy. Yeah,
2: you can't you can't hire that dude. You can't. <laughs> can't hire him.
1: My my pants got a full count. Oh how here's nothing. How about you, you gotta, slide her over here?
2: <laughs> you gotta ask, you ask him in the in the interview process. <laughs> Is there anything in your background that we should be made aware of? Anything? Oh, no.
1: Maybe that doesn't stand out to him because he does it all the time.
2: Nothing in your background that we should be made aware of. Nothing at all? Nothing. You know? I'm surprised no other dominoes have fallen a la Tiger Woods. Right. (laughs) You know?
1: Maybe they didn't keep the receipts like this woman four years later. You know?
2: Yeah, well, she definitely seemed to have like like a plan about her, like...
1: She wanted to do something about it, but she didn't know what. And this became right. the time. It was like, okay, well, I got to do something now. He's a general manager in Major League Baseball. Right. I can't let this slide.
2: And I'm going to see the motherfucker again. Oh, yeah. she's out of the game. Did he drive her out of the game too?
1: How about you come on over? I'll show you my knuckleball. <laughs> huh? I'm waving you home. Round that base, <laughs> lady. Are you mad? Are you mad at me? Ugh, that's just you can't. Ugh. Have I shown you my mound?
2: <laughs> I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring the reliever out of the bullpen.
1: I'll pitch, you catch. If you get what I'm saying, do you get what I'm saying? Seven hours later, did you get it?
2: Did you get it? <laughs> I'm gonna bring you the old number one right down the pipe. <laughs> you get it? Get I got I'm
1: a, saying? I got a bat you can flip. <laughs> Five days later. Are you mad? Sad face.
2: And she had no one that she could talk to about it. No, she was
1: all by herself.
2: Yeah, all by herself in this country. (laughs) All by herself in this country. Yep. No, I don't think it was flaccid, Chad. He definitely fluffed it. Oh no,
1: it said it said it was correct. I think the article. (laughs) You don't want to send flaccid. That's that's amateur hour.
2: Imagine what this is gonna be. You know, you can't do that.
1: I think the article said that he was um aroused when he yeah. sent the picture. Yeah, a picture of an erect naked penis and he said, it "Wasn't mine." I don't know where you got that. Yeah. Ugh. These these smartphones, man. <laughs> Technology, you know, you can't trust it.
2: <laughs> That's what he said. He said it wasn't his. It's was not. It wasn't a picture of me. It was a picture I I found on I, the-
1: I sir I googled <laughs> um erect naked penises and I color matched it. I had to color match it to mine.
2: Yeah. A complete a complete match.
1: <laughs> I just found I was one that was just like mine but a little larger. You you get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent that to all the selfies were me. They were all me. Every other picture yeah. I sent was every
2: me. other thing is me. But that except is, for that one. I pulled that off a of site. <laughs> That's why it was black. Oh <laughs>
1: Hey, uh, why don't you come over here and let me hit it into your gap? <laughs> Six hours later, you mad at me? You mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Did I make you uncomfortable? Yeah, you made the whole world uncomfortable, dude.
2: <laughs> Where are we at, bro?
1: Oh, we're at like uh hour and a half or so. All right. More let's than bring, that.
2: Let's bring this one home. Hey, everybody, thanks for the birthday wishes. I appreciate y'all as always. Um, we're going to thank uh, Dominic who popped in with us and Mike B obviously was here in chat room. We always appreciate you guys for uh, yep, yep. for staying through with us. Uh, we'll be back with y'all on Monday. We have nothing going on. Y'all be sure to check out the uh, the stuff I'm posting now from get up with the new, uh, our new host, Tony Perkins. So I'm actually going to invite to do an interview with, him. I want to kind of talk to him for an hour.
4: A woke file.
2: Yeah. If I can get a hold of him, I'm going to talk to him. Brandon, whenever you want me back for your show, you let me know. We'll work it out. I'll come on back on. I don't have a problem with that. Just let me know. Uh, Andy, you got anything?
1: Uh, no, I don't know. I don't have anything.
2: We still gotta no get shows. this LLC set up, so we got. Oh, some yeah, time. yeah, we, gotta, we, we got it. We some time though.
1: Yeah, we got time. Um, I got yeah, some no.
2: birthday money now to spend on it before my my lovely wife gets a hold of it.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday though. It's your birthday mm-hmm. money. <laughs> or or is it not? Is it shared money?
2: See, here we go. It's not shared. Is <laughs> it Chad? Crazy! I bought you a car tire for your birthday. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I got go hand to Hands her a it. receipt.
1: <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday!
2: Take a look at that. All right, y'all. Uh, thanks so much. Like I said, you have probably already seen my uh, my naked birthday shot. If you have, I hope you I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> And y'all have a great uh, week, and we'll see y'all on Monday. Yeah, Any, anything?
1: Uh, no, got nothing. All right, that's that's All it.
2: Right. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And you heard the other two, and we have three guys on, and we are out.